0: Chat Eckert, it's not Eric Martins, but this is the fantasy golf pod. Cecil's back. Hey, Cecil, what's up, gangsters? Cecil Peter, Cecil Pete's on Twitter. The outlaw guy is also here. His name is Bear, he runs the outlaw Twitter. What's up, Bear?
1: What's up, guys? Dude,
0: you're a real person.
1: I am, That's uh, funny. yes, I am not Cecil, right? Sometimes so, I feel like him though. But... <laughs> you're the same. Hello. I love Uh, when the accounts get mixed
2: up. It's always funny.
0: Dude, when you guys were DMing me, I wasn't sure which one was which. It's kind of funny. It's like, oh. But anyway, what brings us together is we're going to unbag hoodies. It's been a long time coming. We did this about five weeks ago. We had a giveaway. So Cecil actually won it. And it, well, he lives in Saskatchewan. So it took forever for it to get to him. And what's funny is that I actually, uh, I don't really need to unbag. I don't really need to open it because my wife already did it arrived in the mail one day. And my wife said, Oh, or actually the what truth is what'd you buy?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm out there doing the, uh, the lawn and the, ma- and the mailman comes. So I grab it. and I'm like all excited. I go inside. I take a picture of it, tweet it out. I'm like, unboxing is coming less than five minutes later. My wife's standing at the door waving
2: it like, Hey, your sweatshirt came. I'm like, <laughs> <sighs> no, how did you not in the house. Yeah, it's like we like, should have just told her all you had to do was wait five weeks till Cecil gets his and we would have go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unbagging
2: so I'll also say, it's quite cold here, so this if this isn't a sweatshirt, I'm gonna be pissed because I was planning on wearing it because it's cold well, out here. It's, it's actually way, where I am.
0: So I'm I'm not even sure I need to wear this for a couple of months, but either way, sick logo, dude. Bear, did you come up with this? Mm-hmm. No. I you did can't not. take credit.
2: no, I did not. That's awesome. Well, hey, are you wearing yours? Are you gonna put yours on? Man, like honestly, it's nine degrees Celsius here, so it's a little chilly. So it's like eighty-five degrees in this crowd, which is
0: warm. But yeah. for the for the pod for the commitment. For the team. All right, well, dude, how great is that though? We got a we got a hoodie, uh, outlaw sweatshirt. You won it. It was a little rigged, but whatever. My little brother was the one that got pulled. Yeah. It looks like Bear is going to get a sweatshirt, maybe because he's feeling mm-hmm. like no, out. I don't oh, have a a t-shirt! Okay, get hit up the store at outlawtour.com. Nice, sweet sweatshirt. So, congratulations, Cecil! You've won a sweatshirt. I appreciate uh, it. We unboxed, we unbagged them. The logo's dope. And here we are, Bear. Who are you? We're wanting maybe to find out a little bit more about you. Since we know a little bit about Cecil, and we know that you guys are outlaw fanatics, did you, how did you get this job? Is this your job? Like, how, what the hell? Uh,
1: no, I'm I'm just like, uh, I'm just like you all, and I like fantasy sports, and uh, outlaw tour on DraftKings for the first time. I Googled it, couldn't find any info. Started calling the pro shop, or the course, to see if I could get some scores. And they didn't have score. Like the the woman who answered seemed like she was about 18 years old and super annoyed. So um, I was like, "All right, we're not going to get any scores." So I emailed Corey, the co-founder of the tour, and I was like, "Hey, you got an opportunity here. Let's uh, talk." And I pitched him on live streaming. Uh, I found out that there the application that runs this tournaments actually can do live scoring for players enter their scores after every hole so uh, we made it mandatory for them to have to do that so now just on their cell phones they open the app they fill out their own scorecard and then it's just it's manually it's checked after the fact but yeah I mean it's pretty it was pretty simple it was just uh, in the scoring I took over the Twitter it was really that first tweet that made me want to like fully dive head first into the Twitter stuff so what was uh, the first tweet tell us tell us what that, it was that on. the well, no, that well, that was one of, I mean, the fact that everyone thought that was real was hysterical. Uh, no, but the, just the announcing, the fact that we were going to live stream, is like people were coming out of the woodwork and, and celebrating the fact that there was going to be live golf. So I was like, fuck it. Wait, I can swear, right? Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah? Okay. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's really just uh, kind of lean into it and see what the audience thinks. And I don't, like, I don't care. Uh, I, I love Twitter, but I think it's like the worst place in the world. You no can kind of this little soft spot and navigate. Like Cecil doesn't give a shit, you know, <laughs> everybody. I wish I could troll everybody. I like troll people, and then I'll delete. I'll delete it before I publish it. I, have
2: yeah, to I accidentally used the wrong account for that one. I sent that one on the Outlaw to or two <laughs> Plus, you a How did you get a
1: checkmark? What's, what's up with that? That's awesome. I just asked for it like <laughs> four years ago. Yeah. Well, too, it's too hot
0: in my garage
1: to wear this thing. I was, I'm in my garage too. There's not a chance that I put on, you That's know, not a short <laughs> yeah. sleeve. Okay. Oh.
0: Uh, yeah. So you're verified, you're the man, but what do you do for real in real life? Is this going to be your full-time job now?
1: Uh, no, this was, uh, well, let's hope that my current employer doesn't hear this. So, sorry if you... I didn't do anything wrong, I promise. I started my own business. I have a full-time job. Um, Started, worked in sports media for like eight, nine years. Then I worked at FanDuel for a year and a half. And uh, then I went into crisis consulting. So I kind of like, if you can take all those skills, like merge them into one company, that's what my new business does. And that Outlaw Tour is my first client. So uh, yeah, it all worked out. Well,
0: sorry, apologize here for not being as big of a super fan of the Outlaw Tour as Cecil over there. Cecil's won a mega profit off of the Outlaw Tour. Cecil, do you want to talk about that? Are you going to share anything about your mega profit? 7500 bucks.
2: Yeah, that was, that was all right. I think I, think I, uh, I can't remember what tournament it was. It was a couple of weeks ago. My dog's just barking in the background there uh yeah a few weeks ago just threw in uh I played a little more money than I should have that day for sure but it ended up uh ended up working all right so yeah paid for paid for the fence that I'm sitting around now so beautiful beautiful
0: congratulations on that that's nice and do you know who you clicked and that result? were you following it along did you even care or did you oh, just tap app and then you're all of a sudden holy crap
2: oh no I I always follow along as it goes but uh I knew uh, I knew who five of the guys that I played were because they'd played previously and then one guy like Gino Sohn. I never heard of the guy. It was just a lucky I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend to be like, yeah, I knew that he was like his uh, some guy tweeted after like, Oh, if I would have known this was his home course, I would have played him. I was like, I have no idea. I just I just clicked him. He just fit so that's
1: Yeah. That's Typically true. you don't want to play we're, guys at their home course. Yeah. That does more lucky I can assure you.
2: You go, come here.
0: Tell your dog to shut up. Okay, we got questions. Okay, now I personally had never heard of the Outlaw Tour until quarantine, and so we maybe want to hear more about it and get familiar with it. We're you know, for the people that were paying attention,
2: what is the Outlaw Tour? Cecil, it's uh, it's only the greatest golf tour on earth. It's uh, yeah, they seem to get the same move, the general crowd of the same guys each week, so if you follow it for five or six weeks, you kind of get the same kind of cast of characters. Um, and yeah, they, it seems like the entries range from like 300 bucks to 900 bucks from week to week. And they just kind of, it's almost like draftings, right? They all put in their money. I think like 30% of the field gets paid out. The top gets paid out the most and they just have to actually golf to win it instead. So that's, bas- that's basically new representative. So who are these people that are playing on the tour? Dude, these guys are birdie it's awesome, yeah. but they're like kids. It seems like it's open, so it's like sometimes you'll research the guys, and it'll be like. And the last recorded tournament I can find for this guy was like the Blue Golf on the Blue Golf like Junior app. It's like he was like 15 years old and he shot an 83, and it's like, ah, oh, it's not bad. Couple. But there's always a guy who shoots like 18 over par, which is awesome.
1: Some Fontana, yeah, Kim, I remember it's like 40 uh, something over.
2: He played like three or four events in a row, and he played some of the expensive ones. And he must just not care. It's like, oh, I'll pay nine hundred bucks to play two
1: rounds. <laughs> I think he's like an indie Car owner or something like that. Yeah. Some sort of high performance If you look, if on, if you look up
2: on Google, he just looks like a complete baller, though. Like the guy looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I've yeah. looked at the list of people that are in it. You got
0: Andrew Funk. Sam yeah, triplet, you got Layman's kid. Are they mostly professionals' kids, or is that just me thinking that?
1: Uh, Andrew Funk, I don't believe it's Fred Funk's uh, son. Okay. Taylor Funk, who actually just won a, I think he qualified, Monday qualified for something last week. No, he's not. Uh, no, Andrew Funk's from Canada. Uh, and then so he's you one have, of yours. He's so yeah. He's the fake
0: Sam Saunders.
1: Yeah, that was
2: the fake Sam Saunders. They did the same thing this week, except for it was with Tim Clark. They put in oh, uh, a guy named Tim Clark in the field, which was super funny. And they even put the picture of the real Tim Clark, like the other Tim Clark in it. So there was a few people that played. I'm like, oh, this is sweet. Tim Clark's
1: playing. It was just some random dude. I followed him around for a couple holes last <laughs> tournament. Yeah. Not I the real Tim.
0: What about the guy yeah, named Matt?
1: Tim Matt? Matt. Which now, guy? I don't know anyone named Matt.
2: Oh, I don't know. I saw some guy on the on the money leader last year. His last name was Meth.
1: Oh, well, I don't know. Nobody. I know a I've,
2: I've seen him because I've looked up some stats, but I don't think he's played in a single tournament that like DraftKings has hosted. But I think his yeah, name is Byron. Byron. Byron Meth. No, so good. we don't know where Great. this
0: sick. Where's the sick logo come from, and where does the like Outlaw Tour is it in Arizona, and that's why it's out? Why is it Outlaw Tour?
1: Yeah. So I'll give the, I'll give a. Brief um, description. Uh, Corey Powell and two other guys started the tour in Arizona. They're all former players. One of the guys uh, and was on the big break, um, just kind of like flyers. Um, they wanted to start a tour. Uh, they started with the Outlaw Tour. Joel Damon won the first event uh, back in 2016. Big Joel. And uh, yeah, Big Joel. That was it. I mean, that's literally it they scaled up every single season uh they were fielding more and more players every year and then uh they decided to sell the tour to somebody uh last january january something like that the guy who owns the golden state tour so and that's where we have that's a nice little segue into the reno open which is this week uh so that's a golden state event so anytime that you're wondering if the outlaw tour is playing check the golden state calendar as well
0: so they're like sister tours.
1: They are, and and I'll run, um, I'll run Golden State events as if they were outlaw events. Okay, but you know what's cool though is you see like on the Corn Fairy tour the
2: last couple of weeks, uh, there's probably like ten guys that are on there that have played like on the outlaw tour over the past week because some of the like some of the corn fairy guys played so like daniel mernicki and stuff i think he's like top 15 on the corn fairy right now and there's a few other guys that i've seen so but it's funny because there was a couple times where i saw the the guys who did decently well on the outlaw tour and i looked at the kft's leaderboard and they're like right at the bottom i was like oh shit that's not a great sign there's a few that have popped like uh kk uh he's on he's making a couple cuts and i mean dylan Wu, obviously but KK played uh, well
1: last week, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was good to see.
0: So, Bear, now, I assume that it's just been insane the last few months and this newfound popularity has made things busier than ever for you guys?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, look, I just got involved about two and a half months ago when quarantine started, so the sample size of my experience with them is small. But, uh, yes, once we started live streaming, Uh, we were hearing from everyone, you know, uh, players, families of players, friends of players, sponsors of players, uh, you know, the courses themselves asking like how they can get coverage or how they can get the highlights from the tournaments and things. So, uh, yeah, we just really wanted to create uh, like a comprehensive golf experience. That's totally different than what we see on television. And look, I know that we're not giving a, Video, but I think that golf coverage on television fucking blows, and uh, you know, there's not enough golf and too much commercial and sponsor stuff. So, we've been able to integrate sponsors into it. Uh, from you know, we do like radio reads on the live streams. Uh, we've been, you know, we we do all the digital sponsorship, pre-game, post-game, or pre-round, post-round. We do it all. Uh, Did so, a beer yeah,
0: sponsor just, at one point? I saw. Uh,
1: no, that was a – we did a bunch of live reads. Okay. The guys do a lot of fake reads. So I, I wrote a bunch of reads for them to do just to hopefully, like, make people think we had sponsors. So <laughs> we could get more sponsors. Uh, yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And what days of the week do you play? Uh, well, typically it's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday – Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are going to be like the four days, and it's going to be a three-day range in between those. So, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. It just depends on how we're trying to schedule based on where Monday qualifiers are and if there is a Monday qualifier that week. Uh, but, you know, this is this is part of the reason with the scheduling is why you continue to see us on drafting is because you all know that the the – wallet share day that they have is going to be typically on a Sunday, especially now with Millie makers back. And uh, you know, they want to be able to spend before people start withdrawing money and you know, a Monday golf event for them to be able to, is is rather perfect.
0: You mentioned that you have a tournament coming up this week and that's one starting Monday. So what else is going on that we need to get excited about?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I, I fucked up before. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, the 23rd through the 25th. It's a, it's a Taiwabi Golf Club in Reno. And uh, the winner of this tournament, it's a 156 field, receives a direct sponsor exemption into the Barracuda Classic. Um, this tournament, the Reno tournament, will be uh, modified Stapleford scoring. Uh, we're going to eventually do a tournament DraftKings scoring uh, probably in the next six weeks. Um, yeah, this is uh, – this field is going to be one of the, the strongest fields that we've had uh, for an outlaw event or a Golden State event all season, just because the, the depth of the size of the field. For one, it's double the size typically that we have. Uh, Cecil, does yeah. that
0: make you excited,
1: Cecil? Are you like oh, yeah. Jones That's
0: and awesome. Gerard, 156-man field? Is that going to be
2: amazing? Well, the best part is usually it's like if there's a fifty-man field, it's honestly it's like a thirty-man field because at least twenty of the guys are complete write-offs. So I'm hoping that like a hundred of the guys are kind of complete write-offs, and then you can play like the top fifty-six or whatever. But I
0: was gonna ask you, is there strategy involved? Do you have like we have to go balanced because you never know, or
2: what do you well, strategy for drafting? Well, the, the week that I won was so usually that's what people do. Usually it's like oh well, because the guys like seven K and below are usually just like complete dust compared like for drafting and They don't dummy me out there, but like as far as that goes, they're just like, there's no chance. Some of them will even go negative. So usually it's, you can't afford a couple of the top price guys. Um, So that's generally what most people do is they'll kind of go like balanced-ish or whatever. And it's honestly, it's pretty shocking how the ownership gets kind of like super high on guys. It's like, nobody's heard of these guys. How is ownership like so high on some, some of the good, some of the good players, but that's kind of how it works out. But then the week that I won, um, the field was like, it was super top heavy. There was like, there was Galetti, There was Alistair Doherty. There was that Sahith Figala guy who's a complete, like he's a, he's a stick. Like that guy's insane. Um, now it's his first week on there, but he's a university player. I think he's actually playing the travelers next week. So we'll see him on the PGA tour. Um, but it was like, okay, this week there was so many good players. Cause it was a couple weeks before the PGA and the corn re- reopened. So I'm assuming they're kind of trying to get warmed up. So I was like, well, this week, everybody plays balanced. So this week, that one, I kind of did like uh, three or four high-priced guys. There was one guy at, I think he was like 7200 that I really liked that I thought was just way too cheap. So I played him basically in every, I think I had 30 lineups or something. So I played him in basically every lineup and then just like mixed a few of the cheap guys i never heard of. And then, yeah, that Gino Sohn guy ended up shooting like minus eight or something. I was like, oh shit, I didn't expect that. So that worked out. But yeah, usually it's kind of balanced and try to avoid the guys at the bottom, but. If you can find a guy and, like, research and realize, like, oh, this guy, like, nobody has any idea who he is, but he'll actually be good. Like, if I would have properly researched and been like, oh, this Gino Song guy, this is his home course and he's going to be good, then I would have intentionally played him. But whatever. Still pays the same regardless. Right. So, Cecil, are you going to start working
0: for the Outlaw Tour? Because I saw that there's
2: opportunities. Are you going to get me? I hope so. I hope so. I hope to play. Have to play on it. Maybe next year. Got to work my golf game up. I'll I'll head down for an event once the travel bans lifted. I'll shoot. I'll be worse. I'll be worse than Kim Fontana. I'll shoot like one forty in the back tees. Let's go fund
1: you uh, an entry fee. I would get I would get completely destroyed, but it'd be a riot. Hey, how about on um uh, for the for the Reno tournament? I'll I'll go live on Periscope, and you can you can dial in to the Periscope. Okay, and then dial you in, can in. in Yeah, we'll try. I we'll try commentate. It before and we'll try to make that happen that's not a bad idea hopefully hopefully your internet connection will be stable (laughs) enough to come a few holes it'd be great if we could get a guest
2: yeah i like that
1: so bear are you in arizona like you that's where you live no i live in austin texas oh okay i've just i've flown down that's it kind of it sucks that i'm from the second worst state for covid to the first worst state to covid so that's less than ideal uh but, yeah, but, yeah, I was gonna uh, ask you, how the hell
0: did they allow this outlaw tour to even continue playing
1: during CoVID? Well, I'm, I don't a hundred percent know, uh, other than the fact that Arizona is was very lax when it comes to shutting down things, shutting down certain things and they didn't start shutting down until the last minute. So golf, they did not shut down. So as long as they were uh, abiding by the uh, the rules, of uh, not social distancing, taking your own carts and, and flag sticks or, or you know uh rake so are, are they testing
0: like the PGA tours doing or are they as serious about it I should say?
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm only that's, laughing because we're the I'll fucking see Outlaw tour. Uh, that out of assumption that that's gonna be a no. <laughs> these I mean, like, guys i'm not laughing
1: everyone to needs to be tested. home right that's yeah the testing's not a joke but we're the fucking outlaw tour we don't te- we don't yeah. like, like the specific guys are just like
2: going back home like neil john neil johnson's working like a, as a valet driver or a waiter or something after his round right so it's like i mean i because i ran testing. a ballet
0: company i was a valet in college right out of college i love the ballet scene and that was great i'm like dude he probably makes more money valet because i was like if I'm gonna ballet anywhere, it's gonna be Arizona.
1: You're the golf courses. You Neil know, is the like one of the nicest people. Uh, just quick aside, as someone who's a hustler, yeah, that dude is. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't. I hate to get serious, but some of the players' are, stories are in very, very, very interesting when you think of how much they've had to grind in order just to do something, and grind sucks. I mean, I can tell you watching them go out and play sometimes when they're playing miserable golf. I mean, I fucking hate playing miserable golf. I can only imagine when I'm out 900 bucks doing it every yeah. time. <laughs> yeah.
2: So like, some of them, like, some of the guys are like 37, 38 years old and they're out there shooting like 62, 63, 64. And it's like, I don't know. It's just the, the bounces didn't go their way or maybe under the
1: pressure, it just didn't quite go their way or whatever. But yeah, like, these guys are good. Not Kim downtown. Yeah. Poor Kim. Yeah. So trying to get Kim to do an interview, but a little, he's a little bad.
2: Yeah. Now,
0: okay, you've kind of got the fun Twitter. We know that we've kind of been following you, and you guys kind of have that back and forth or whatever. Has there been an interaction or something fun that's come about, or like something that you've been like, "Oh my god, I never thought this would happen" because of something?
1: Well, I mean, the drunk Twitter thing was probably, uh, that was like, that was the maker moment of all of this. Wait, so because what happened? Was, Tell me about that.
0: Oh, the kid didn't show up, right?
1: Yeah, well, it was the first tournament we And <laughs> no, I had gone on no. like before. The, the
2: Noah Hoffman no-show, that was funny too. Oh, but like yeah. the, drunk oh, drunk first. the drunk pick
1: was first. Yeah, that was first. It was the first day of the first day. And we we're, I said we we're gonna have four live streams. I think I, I obnoxiously, <laughs> said it. I, yeah. Well, yeah, I said it a couple times, and then I hear forty minutes before tee off that one of the guys isn't showing up, and I was, I, I wasn't feeling well. I think he wasn't feeling well, and I wanted to like under normal chances I'd make a joke, uh, when someone's not feeling well. at the heart, COVID, probably a little uh not cool so i asked one of my my friends to draw a stick figure of somebody who liked the progression of the stages of drunkenness and so she did it in like 20 minutes and sent it over and it fucking killed so um yeah it was real yeah, I just, was... or someone actually wrote an article about it like totally yeah. thinking it was real
2: yeah but it was good. that It was real. But it didn't
1: like it wasn't something that affected the
2: actual golf tournament. So no one could be like, "Oh, this sucks." Like when that when when the Hoffman thing happened, some people were actually mad. But this was just like one of the cameramen. So it was like, "Oh, these guys are hilarious. This is awesome."
1: Did well, I didn't it want people to go
2: ahead. The Hoffman story was hilarious. So that was that was a great day. When all of a sudden you guys just tweeted out that he was a no show for his tee time, and people because he was apparently on. He was one of those guys where it's like. A couple of the people that put out content research and they like him, they're like, oh, yeah, he was good in college or whatever. So he's 25% on, and all of a sudden the guy's just like at home has no idea he was even supposed to be playing. Yeah, he's and getting negative
1: hate tweets at him.
2: Or just freaking out, yeah. Oh, uh,
1: that was, yeah, that was really something. Well, look, I, I, know, I hate it when we don't, I mean, there's an injury report in golf. But when we're hearing about withdrawals, like five minutes, or a lock or 25 minutes after there's few things more maddening than that so yeah. i knew that people would be off because was the first fucking tea time and yeah. <laughs> like it's gonna hold <laughs> to everybody
2: at least he was so like he, would, was on, he was on twitter so he was like yeah i have no idea what's going on and i'm sure people were just like were messaging him and he's like yeah i have no idea what's going on i thought i was out of the tournament and then he ended up playing a few after he was actually, I think the the one that I won, he was like 35% owned and he shot like two over par. So that was a good, that was good for me that he sucked. So,
1: yeah. I I called him and after that and I talked to him. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're putting me in a spot here. Yeah. Like you, you go on Twitter and you contradict what I'm saying, realize really? yeah. what you, you might have to force me to do. Yeah.
2: Whatever. I think it all
0: all's well that ends well, and it was fine at the end of the day, and it was kind of funny, and actually brought attention to you, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, it it was fun. I wasn't mad. I thought it was. I. I mean,
2: it was. There was just one guy who I I found him. I found him. I think it was in a reply to Noah somewhere, and he. I think he added him at least three or four times, and I was like, dude, just lay off, like relax like this guy's probably not even awake right now and he just kept me like oh no where are you at oh no i got 20 bucks on you no what's going on I'm like dude like let it let it be he's clearly not showing up you mean yeah. you mean tambo yeah I wasn't tambo mad no i, <laughs> I think it a lot of people that were like legitimately mad like oh they're i think a few people thought that like the outlaw tour was rigging it and like this guy didn't show up i'm like no one's rigging it relax
1: And I fucked up and I deleted a tweet. I tried, I I, I wanted to see if I could hide a tweet and unhide it, but I unhide a tweet. So, yeah. Yeah. That fun fact that happened. Which, that made me look guilty true yeah. is we're
0: all just amateurs pretending like we know what we're doing on Twitter and shit like that. We're just flying at the seat of their pants. So it's been fun though. It's been a great little ride that we've been on. Are you going to continue this ride through? I mean, Cecil, you're so you're pretty much committed to this outlaw
2: tour logo and uh, was- yeah. Honestly, I make more money off of it than I do on the PGA tour. So it's like honestly, if you could keep one, I'd keep that one because. I'm just I'm just horrendous at uh, at professional uh, professional golf, but when it comes to the Outlaw Tour, I don't know. I feel like you eliminate half the field, and I, I can only pick from half the field. I got a better chance. So,
1: well, cool. So, again, <clears throat> at the Outlaw Tour, right? Uh, at Outlaw Golf. Tour. Okay.
0: Follow them on Twitter. It's been a it's been a fun ride. I you know, I wasn't sure who you would be this man behind the twitter account so it's really fun to get to know you and kind of like see that you're
2: real and realize
0: that you're the same as everybody else yeah
2: of thought it kind of thought it'd be a cowboy with a bandana on i bet
1: but yeah that's disappointing I, uh so i noticed before that if you put when you put your hoodie on like if you just yeah. do this it actually <laughs> like a little higher it, yeah, yeah it, a, little a, little higher, higher. a little higher a little higher there you go yeah, yeah i bad. that
2: all right, screenshot that. You don't need to breathe, you guys. You guys will just keep getting me to pull it up, and all of a sudden my shirt will be off, and then <laughs> things will escalate from there. Not falling for your jokes. Oh, uh, hey!
0: Keep, keep up the good tweeting. Keep up the good work on uh, growing the Outlaw Tour. It's become the second best tour besides the PGA Tour, if not rivaling
1: the PGA. That's tour. That's a little better. It's a, bit, it's a bit better. It's better than the Euro Tour. I know that. That's a fact. Great, we're well, we're we're here for it. As long as uh, you know, we didn't we uh, we ran a tournament on Monday. DraftKings didn't run it. Viewership yeah. was you got was nothing. down yeah. a little well,
2: bit. Uh, yeah, I checked, the, uh, I checked the scores, and there wasn't a ton of big names. There was a few guys up there, like Ryan Porch was playing, and Galetti was playing. Galetti helped pay for my fence, so I've always got a soft spot for him.
1: <laughs> well, Diesel, hey. I have I, I have Ryan Porch's winning scorecard. And I, I'll I'll send that to you. You can. I'm going to send that to you. Well, it'll so take you, five months to get. You to knew it. Ryan, so
2: yeah. Birdie, yeah. Ryan Pultsch's <laughs> winning scorecard. It was uh, bogey free, minus six. Beat uh, beat Alexander yeah. by three, if I'm not wrong.
1: That's true. Six hundred to three. Yep, that was it. Right. I literally have right. no idea what you guys are talking
0: about, but uh, good good for you guys. Have fun. Click names. Yeah. Crack beers. Hell oh, yeah. Well. Cheers to you guys. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll do this again soon. Maybe if uh, Nick Watney ruined the entire PGA Tour, you're back in the first place
2: spot. Hey, let's hope so. so. (laughs) Right. I can't
1: endorse that, but I can. (laughs) Yeah, maybe.
0: All right, and then go to the tour, uh, outlawtour.com and buy yourself a sweatshirt or a T-shirt. You got a T-shirt in the summer and a sweatshirt for the winter. It's perfect.
2: And don't forget uh, Fantasy Golf Pod. Go to iTunes, read, rate, review, all that good that. shit. That's <laughs> what you got to say. You always forget that, but you got to put it on there. Nobody Everybody wants to hear that, though, do they? Read, rate, review. I don't think read's one of them, but there's something else. I think there's three. Rate, review, and
1: something. Type words. Hit send. That's what we say.
2: Yeah. And
1: algorithms. If you unsubscribe, delete all the podcasts, and then resubscribe. Do that, too. I don't know if you know how
0: that helps us guys, because we make zero dollars. I got no advertisers. I got no one on the docket to start paying me any money. So go for it, do that. Maybe that'll help me in the future.
1: I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Well I I see a partnership here. I love it. You do a live read. You write me up a live read, we'll do it. I'll have my I'll have my guy Levi on the featured group do a live read for Oh, wow, that's awesome. I'll definitely send you a live read. And you guys are set okay. up like you're you're just fantasy
2: golf pod. You got no PGA affiliation. You don't got to stick yourself yeah, to that. It's true. I'll, hit, I'll hitch my wagon to you. I'll be uh, I'll be a soul. Uh, you're the only podcast I'll guest on. I'll make that.
1: Oh, uh, exclusive! This is yeah. some wonderful news. This is brilliant. Yeah. I love this. Well, let me throw something else. in. if if we still have contests on DK every week. Uh, I think Cecil's your your weekly tout, who comes right. on and just does uh like. Like a fifteen-minute breakdown, and yeah. I, I'm it's looking forward to the tournaments where there's no names, where you have to yeah. research and like you're telling us like guys' second and third jobs. Yeah, that's great. Yes, exactly. Or how they how fast they run at the ballet stand. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a, a high school mile time. Like track dude, and field. Dude,
2: Neil Johnson's calves look phenomenal. He's <laughs> he's to score. Dude, he got that Lexus
0: in so fast. No, that's exactly what my wife wants me to do another 15-minute podcast with Cecil about yeah. Outlaw Tour. I'm sure she would just really yeah. love that.
1: Yeah. You give the lady what she wants. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll come in, honey. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm on my way. Um, no, everybody, go do things on Twitter and stuff. Follow everyone and then uh, buy stuff and follow along the Outlaw Tour and do draft kicks every time that they offer it so that they continue offering it so Cecil can wreck it yeah. make, make a profit and buy fans.
1: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday,
0: Reno Open. Boom. Thank you. Thank you both. Talk to you soon. Let's do it again. Okay. See you guys.